In today's show, we look ahead to Monday, the first day of week 19 for fantasy basketball. We look at who to add, streaming options, what we're watching for, and Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball, on TikTok at redrock underscore b-ball, and on Instagram at locked on fantasy basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com and the promo code is locked on. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. So, we're looking at Monday. Again, if you're in the playoffs, use those ads wisely. Get the players in to get games, but also look at what you're punting. Set your team up properly. That is key for this week. Let's look at the four games. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First game we look at is the Pistons and the Hornets. The Hornets are five and a half point favorites in this one. At this point, Cody Martin is out. I don't think he's going to play again this season. I don't know that, but this complete lack of transparency or information, he's played like three games all year, four games all year, whatever it is, hardly any. Um, He's not going to play, I don't think. So there's that. They've also just, 20 seconds ago, said that PJ Washington is doubtful. So PJ unlikely to play, which really does help the man who's on the thumbnail of this show, and that is the wood slanger himself, Dennis Smith Jr. For Detroit, we do have some um, unknowns with their big men, both um, Jalen Duran, passport legend, and Isaiah Stewart. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. They're both uncertain. Duran missed last game with an ankle problem. Stewart uh, left last uh, game with a hip issue. If they play, it's just more confusion. What happens with Livers? What happens with Bagley? What happens with Wiseman? Do all of those guys even play? We don't know, and that is a big question mark. So on the Pistons, we do want to watch one thing in particular. That is that center spot. Marvin Bagley played 27 minutes and had 21 and 18, 28 minutes. That was awesome. But if Duran and Stewart play, where does he fit? Like, do they play him at the four, which is a disgusting idea? Do they play him big minutes at the five? Is he the third center behind Wiseman and Duran? I honestly don't know, and we need to see that. Bagley is fine to take a flyer on in points leagues. I'm not as interested in category leagues. But if Duran and Stewart are out, then he's okay to take a, a crack out there as well. I also want to watch Isaiah Livers. Not that he's producing much fantasy value, but he's getting 20 minutes a night every night, as he should. I think he's a very, very good fit next to Ivy and Cade and Duran long-term. Three-point shooting defensive uh, forward. That's a really valuable sort of player. I don't think he's ever going to be a great fantasy option, but I want to see his role because it does impact what happens with Bagley and Wiseman and playing two centers together because if Livers is good, and he is... That impacts their ability to do that. For the Hornets, I do want to watch Gordon Haywood because he's playing much better at the moment. He struggled most of this season, had a lot of injuries, but now he is playing at quite a high level, and that's great. And he has he is having an impact on Kelly Oubre, who's only played 23 and 22 minutes since he returned. I don't know that Oubre is a drop, but I'm not going to rule that out. 
Again, Ubre was thriving early this season with gigantic usage, which was insane. But it was also with Lamelo out, with Rogier out, with Haywood out at times, with a bunch of players out. And we haven't seen him be able to thrive since he returned. I also do want to watch Dennis Smith because last three games, 31, 26, and 28. Now, that 31-minute game was because Rogier was out. You go, all right, that makes sense. And then he moved back to the bench and played 26 minutes and 28 minutes. And with Washington out again, they will just push Haywood up to the four. And that gives more opportunity for those Ball, Rogier, Smith lineups. And for defensive stats, Dennis Smith's a good ad. He's a 14-team league ad in general, I think. But for 12s, with the uncertainty around um, PJ at the moment, why not? Dennis can produce. We've seen it plenty of times. The Heat and the Sixers is the next game. Um, Jovic is out, Little Chungus. Um, Omer Yurtseven is out. The Undertaker, Dwayne Dedman, is out for a few more games. Lucky they signed him. He hasn't played a single second yet. They also have listed Tyler Hero and the uh, the big fella Kyle Lowry as questionable. Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. So now we just get into complete unknowns. What happens with Lowry and Hero and Struess and Oladipo and Vincent? There could be two guys out here really boosting Vincent and Struess. Everyone could play, really nullifying those players. There's a lot of question marks around injuries and the uh, availability of both of those guards. It looks like Lowry's heading in the right direction. I'd say that Hero being listed as questionable is him heading in the wrong direction. So let's watch that. We also want to watch what they do with Kevin Love because he played 26 minutes last game. He still can't shoot, but he had a double-double. And if they're going to play him these big minutes, then he's worth looking at. I still don't understand why they're doing it, but they are. They've lost both games that he played. One to the Hornets, and they'll get smashed by the Bucks. Is that a Kevin Love factor? I don't think so, but I can't rule that out. So we want to see what they do with him. Do they persist with him starting? How long does that last? Is he pushed up to higher minutes? I honestly, I don't know. And that's what we want to watch. And then what happens with Vincent? If Lowry plays, does Gabe go straight back to the bench and play 18 minutes? Does he play 25 or Lowry plays 25 as well? What do they do? That's a big question mark there. And for the Sixers, they are healthy apart from Deadman. They do have four quality games this week, or no other team does. So what happens with Tyrese Maxey, who is struggling at the moment? He's played under 30 minutes until the last three games, although one of those was a 37-minute game. He's very up and down. He's very inconsistent. And the same goes for De'Anthony Melton, who played 34, 13, and 25 minutes. So the numbers are all over the shop. Now, again, long-term, it's hard to see Melton as a hold. And even Maxey, it's getting harder to see as a hold. But with four quality games this week, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday... You might get 120 minutes of Maxi. That's conservative. You might get 125 minutes of Maxi. You might get 100 minutes of Melton. And that are usable minutes. And that makes them useful for this week. The other teams with that good schedule are Detroit and Miami, who have the three quality games this week. And that is really important to getting those games in. Not only games played, but games played when you can use them. Today's episode is brought to you by PricePix. PricePix is daily fantasy, but it's not daily fantasy that you've seen before. It's not daily fantasy with salary caps. It's you and player projections. That's it. So you might see Max Struess's threes line set at two and a half. And you go, I think he will get more than that today because Hero and Lowry might be out. Or you look at, um, let's say, Killian Hayes and his assists set at four and a half this time. You go, oh, he'll definitely get more than that. You get between two to six of those individual player projections, put them into a lineup, and you can win up to 25 times your entry feedback. It's safe. It's fast. It can be done in under 60 seconds. You can do it in over 30 US states and the majority of Canadian provinces and territories. It's not just the NBA. You can do it for the NHL, Major League Baseball, college basketball, men's and women's, European basketball, cricket, PGA, NASCAR, boxing, MMA. It's all there, including disc golf. So go to download the PricePix app or go to PricePix.com. 
To sign up and play daily fantasy sports, first-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Next up, we look at the Celtics and the Knicks. The Celtics are four-point favorites in this game. The injury report is clean for both teams. No one injured on either squad. Excluding Dylan Lagana. Actually, that is completely false because just just as I'm recording this, Jalen Brown is out. Okay. JB, you've done it again. There you go. Jalen Brown is out. Derek White is actually probable with an ankle problem as well. So when I created this slide 20 minutes ago, uh, those guys weren't on the injury report, but now they are. So Jalen Brown is out. Wow. Okay. So what we want to watch is Derek White, who gets a huge boost now that Brown is out, assuming he plays, and Brogdon's minutes, who both of those were down last game. If they're playing under 25 a night, it's very hard to roster them, but we just don't have consistency with that. I also always want to watch what is happening with the Rock DJ, Robbie Williams, who has turned from the person that people said they wanted to draft over Luka Doncic. Yes, there was someone who told me that, to someone that they said, we don't want any business of having him in 12-team leagues whatsoever. He's a bum, he's disgusting, and he's bad. The reality is clearly... Somewhere in the middle there. He played 31 minutes last game. He's not blocking shots like he did last season. And the rebounds are a little bit down. Yes, yes, Obi, that's true. Rob Williams' rebounds are down a little bit at the moment. But he shouldn't be dropped. And let's just see what he's able to bring along with these guards in the absence of Jalen Brown. For the New York Knickerbockers, yes, it was a very good game from Rowan Barrett last game. But you know the story. I need to see more of it. And even in that very good game, he still played only 29 minutes. So he is getting impacted by Josh Hart. It might only be three or four minutes away. But unless he's playing 36 a night... I don't think he's a 12-team league guy in general. So watching his role and then the trickle down, what that means for quickly, what that means for Josh Hart as well. Hart has yet to hit um, 30 minutes a night playing for the Knicks. He hasn't even got over 28 minutes yet. And while he is still just hovering in 12-team value, I think he needs 31-32 to be an absolute must-roster 12-team league guy. And he's not there. Let's see what they do. Let's see how quickly Grimes, Hart, and Barrett all work through those minutes and how that pans out. The next game is the New Orleans Pelicans and the Orlando Magic. That's the last game of the night. The Pelicans are four-point favorites. Um, I'm going to assume that Larry Nance is out, leaving the game last time with a uh, boot on and on crutches. He won't play. And Zion is out as well. For the Magic, at the time of me recording this, there's nobody on the injury report. John, Actually, that's not true. Jonathan Isaac is out again now. Oh, my, this guy. Um... So he rested on Saturday, and in the interim, he strained his hamstring, John Isaac. Guys, he wasn't an ad. He's not an ad. He remains not an ad. And in fact, Jonathan Isaac. Get that garbage out of here! You you can't. You can't hold him. Through fantasy playoffs, he's resting random games that aren't back-to-backs. He's played 16 minutes once, and now he's hurt his hamstring. Jesus Christ. All right, we're done with that. Um... I want to watch Jalen Suggs. Because last time that Isaac was out, they just didn't really add anyone to the rotation that much. And we just got more minutes from Suggs. And he's been like, hey, great game, shit game. Great game, shit game. Can we get some consistency in his game? Will he continue to play those big minutes while Cole Anthony plays under 20? That's what's happened the last two. He's got pretty strong minutes, Suggs, while Cole has played limited. Suggs is not a 12-team league guy at this point. I could see him getting there, but I don't know that it's going to happen. I don't expect it to happen. For the Pelicans... 
I do want to watch what happens with Joshy Richardson because he started last game, played 34 minutes. Of course, um, they've lost every game that he's played for this team. That's not true. They beat the Thunder in his first game. The two that he started, he's lost. They lost and they lost the Knicks last game. Does it make any sense to bench Herb Jones and Trey Murphy so Josh Richardson can play 34 minutes and still get beaten by 22 points? Of course it doesn't, but that's what the NBA is. So let's watch Richardson's role. Let's see how that trickles down to Herb Jones. Let's see how that trickles down to Trey Murphy. I don't think Murphy is a 12-team league guy. I don't think Jones is, and I'm basically being on record as saying that literally all season for Herb Jones. Um, but let's see what impact there is for those guys with Richardson and how they run this rotation after things are seemingly going off the track a little bit. I also want to watch Bill Hernan Gomez, who should get some strong minutes behind Jonas Valanciunas with Larry Nance out. I think you get the nod over Jackson Hayes, and that makes him at least a streaming option. We'll talk about... Actually, you know what? We'll just talk about that. Uh, will we do it now? Am I teasing? No, let's talk about Bill Parks. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bill Parks. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. We love protein bars because they're good for us. They help us give that protein to build up our biceps and triceps and abdominals and pectorals and traps and delts and whatever muscle you can think of. But we want it to taste good. We don't want it to taste like something we scraped off our shoe. And that's where Bill Bar comes in because they taste like candy bars covered in 100% real chocolate, but with low calories and low sugar and high in protein. Now, I've told you in the past how good these are. I hope you believe me. But now you can find out for yourself. You don't even have to go to built.com and order them. You can just stroll straight into a Walmart Go to the pharmacy section, and there they are on the shelf in three flavors, cookies and cream, coconut puff, and double chocolate. Or if you're doing the shopping at a Sam's Club, they're there as well in a 13-bar box with the churro flavor and the brownie batter flavor. So go to Built.com, find your Built Bar flavor that you like, or go straight into a Walmart or a Sam's Club and pick them up. Built Bar is built different. Let's talk streaming now. There's no back-to-back Monday, Tuesday. So we're just streaming here for Monday. I've already given you an idea of streaming plan for the week in the weekly preview show yesterday in terms of teams to look at, but it's Philadelphia, Miami, Detroit early on that we're looking at. In terms of tomorrow, Josh Richardson's a really strong stream, I think. I think you've got to add him. Um, Killian Hayes, Detroit's got a good schedule. He is not for everybody and he will hurt your field goal percentage, but threes, assists, steals, some out of position rebounds. He provides value there and the minutes have been pretty strong. Kevin Love, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know whether they persist doing it. But it's trending in the right direction, so let's stream him in. And then there is Bill Hernan Gomez, who could easily have a 11 and 10 double-double in 18 minutes. And without Larry Nance, which I assume is going to happen, he's going to have that chance. I think Dennis Smith's a really strong stream with PJ now doubtful and Cody Martin out. Really like what Dennis Smith can do. Jalen Suggs is a streamer, especially when you're looking for defensive numbers, if you can afford a hit in field goals. Big Dick Nick Richards. Nice field goal percentage, good blocks, good rebound guy. We've only four games on, so you are scraping into 14-team league players to stream for 12s. And then there's Cole Anthony. 18 minutes a night probably isn't enough to make a big impact, but there will be nights, and with Isaac out, he probably plays a little bit more, where he can play 22-23 and have one of those big scoring performances. He does that. These guys are all available in over 90% of leagues, so for deeper leagues, there's some value here. We've got Gaz Harris, Hamadou Diallo, Najee Marshall, Paul Reed. Four games for Paul Reed coming up this week. Low-volume games, three games in four nights. That's a little bit interesting. Quentin Grimes, who's been dropped in a lot of leagues, rightfully so, but you can stream him back in today. Isaiah Livers, Jose Alvarado, and PJ Tucker with that good schedule as well. For points leagues, we're looking at Killian Hayes, Joshy Richardson, Kevin Love, Bill Hernan Gomez, Emmanuel Quickly, Dennis Smith, Jalen Suggs, and Nick Richards. Now, if we look at the next four days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday is the only day where streaming is going to be tough. There are 10 games on. So who are the low-volume guys? The only team that plays Monday, Wednesday, Thursday is the Sixers. So we're looking at any Sixers guys. D'Anthony Melton's available in 39% of leagues, so he might be in your league. He's a good ad. Jalen McDaniels is a good option. Paul Reed's a good option. 
There are those guys who play the three games, three low-volume games in the next four nights. Then there's a bunch of guys who play two low volumes in the next four nights. Josh Richardson, Killian Hayes, Kevin Love, Billy Hernan Gomez, Trey Murphy, Emmanuel Quickly. So having those guys, you can use them in two of the next four nights on those low volume days. If you want to look at just the next four days in general, there are five names here who I think should be rostered irrespective of their schedule because they do provide really top 100 value on a per game basis. Now, Kyle Anderson only got one game in the next four nights, which is a little bit frustrating for sure but his value is good enough. I think you can use him. But again, base it on how you project your week out. Zach Collins has two games. Josh Richardson has two. Matisse Thibel has two. And Dylan Wright has two. Now, those last two, Thibel and Wright, are really when you're looking for defensive specialists, but their value is there. And then these guys, Drew Eubanks, Brandon Clark, and Kevon Looney, with the volume of... The, they've got two games. That helps them against the teams that have one game. They have some streaming value for the next couple of days. But I think there are other options that you prefer over those players. And that, guys, will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're here on YouTube, thumb it up. Leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.